What's, What's up? up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD, OD Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Period. But anyway, I'm here and I'm queer. Yeah. I'm still here. Hey. Hey, hey that's right. me on Twitter today. I'm still here, boo. I know, right? It's Man, drama. When I tell you I have had the wildest, I can't even say seven days. Every week is something right, but this last week, I you know what makes me think about, and I hate I don't I I never ever ever want to come off as like cocky or self centered, but I made a remark on this show, uh, maybe a couple episodes ago, and said that I don't have a lot of problems, and I don't have a lot of problems, but I okay. right now I have a lot of problems. <laughs> oh <laughs> if that my makes God. sense. And I think I, when I said that, I was like, I don't know if that's gonna be received well because I don't mean any ill intention. Because obviously nobody's life is perfect, but I feel like I have a um a disciplined, strong approach on life that helps eliminate issues. But everything I'm dealing with right now is literally out of my control. But good God Almighty, why is all happening okay. at the same time? Yeah, um, um, I think I think that's with everybody. I think that even with me, the problems that I'm having right now, I haven't had since 2013 or 14. So it's you know what, same. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in the yes. air, but I'm really trying to deal with it with a smile, even though I'm very fucking annoyed about it. But honestly, it's not much that I can do, but just kind of do what I can. Um, But yeah, I feel the yeah, same, same way. Actually, it was 2014. Um, December, 13, December 13th, 2014 was the last time I had to deal with this. And um, yeah, y'all, listen... I don't even know what to say because I don't want to talk about it, but it's a lot going on. Let's just say that. I'm just. Uh, I feel you. But um, so yeah, I just been kind of stressed out. I um, I saw I have uh enrolled back in therapy to kind of help me with the situation that I'm dealing with, and it's a different therapist this time. I went to a counselor this time instead of a psychiatrist because this is not like a um something I needed a diagnosis on like I did before. Um, but I just need somebody to talk me through some stuff. And I don't even know if they can help because I know what the problem is. But the impact that it's had on me this week, I haven't even been able to focus. It's kind of like you, um, you know, when you realize something after a long time, pieces start coming together and you be like, good God almighty. You put two and two together and got um, 63 and now <laughs> yes. you're shook. And it's crazy because it was always there. I just didn't have the mm-hmm. know-how. It actually took somebody else to say it. And I'm like, oh. <clears throat> mm-hmm. That's how it be, though. Yeah. And no, the thing right. about it is, I think my problem, I think my problem is I never, it's not that I feel com- don't feel comfortable talking to my friends or my peers about my problems. I just feel like they don't have the right solutions. So I would yeah. think that <clears throat> a professional may be the best route. So I actually think that that's, you know, good that you're doing that because for me I just be like child whatever because I feel like that this person's advice is bullshit <laughs> like I don't want to most of the time and, and it, I'm, I'm just being honest and I tell my friends that all the time I'm like there's no point in me sitting here trying to explain to you my problems when I know that the answer is going to be oh dang that's so crazy yeah and if I t- see, you know what I'm saying and I'm just like I get what you're saying and but also sometimes and that's why I try to limit sharing some personal details. Because, I mean, obviously, you know, and there's maybe like two other people that might, well, more than two because of proximity. But I think that sometimes that's why it's not even nece- it's not even helpful to even share certain stuff with certain people. Because even though you may not necessarily need their help or want their help, you just want to vent. But their response of, dang, that's crazy, can make it worse. Because now I want to fight. It's because <laughs> but, it just almost feels it almost feels as if I just wasted my time. Like what was the point? You just it's almost like I just told you just so you can know my business. And, and yeah, so I think that people and I think what happens is people get they feel they feel you no know, people be like how you doing today? You supposed to say I'm good. How you doing? Are you good? But if you really be like, girl, let me tell you something. I'm behind on rent. My foot got to get amputated. I just got back from Vietnam. My kid threw up okay. up my booty. <laughs> and it's like. Okay. Dang, I can't do nothing about none of that. But what should I say? Should I be like, dang, I like I think the appropriate thing is to like align with their feelings. Like, man, I can only imagine how that feels, you know. 
is there anything I can do to help? You know, even if the answer is no, maybe you can take my trash out for me or something. Just lessen the load. But I think that people yeah. be kind of caught off guard by whatever the issue is. And dang, that's number one. Dang, that's crazy is a sign of you don't care for real. But if you, I feel like you can kind of tell if somebody just don't know what to say. It's just a different, I guess. But yeah, the situation I'm dealing with, and honestly, in therapy, I'm just hoping to kind of rationalize. I don't. I honestly want help on behalf of the person that the issue is coming from. And I don't really know how to approach it um, before this situation gets uh, worse than it is. But, yeah, we're going to see y'all next week, I think. I think it's on the 31st that I meet with my um, therapist. And if all goes well, I'll shout her out. But we'll see. Uh, so th- this is – are you meeting with her in person or is this virtual like last No, time? virtually. I'm not, uh-uh. I ain't finna do I all it. that now. You know what I'm saying? Look at me in my eyes through my camera. <laughs> yeah i used to, i mean i went to therapy in person a couple of times but i honestly truly didn't see the difference of a benefit i benefited extremely well when i went to my psychiatrist virtually i mean she actually cured me through a camera so you know <laughs> yeah but, um so let's get into the black business of the week y'all all right so it's tax season and um i don't know about y'all but i I'll, at least for me especially as a business owner and even before i was a business owner i always just had a bunch of documents i had a bunch of documents because i had a bunch of jobs and it was like all over the place and so it's always helpful to be able to go to somebody that can keep those things organized you know make sure you are providing everything that you need without having to go back and make any changes etc cetera, etc cetera. well this year uh, will be the first tax season that i am a um landlord and lord have mercy y'all i have invested a lot of money into my rental property and so this is the time of the year where i will get an exemption or um, a deduction for those items and so basically y'all if you didn't already know the way tax write-offs work it's not like a one-for-one refund which i think is a huge misconception but basically it exempts me from paying taxes on a certain amount so i'll i'll make it like this let's say i made fifty thousand dollars last year altogether, but i spent ten thousand dollars in my business they're gonna basically the IRS is gonna say, okay, you made fifty thousand, but you lost ten thousand because you had to put it into your business. We're gonna deduct that amount from that fifty thousand, which leaves you with forty thousand, and you're only gonna have to pay taxes on that forty thousand dollars. So if um, so in a perfect world, I mean, as a business owner, you kind of want to break even. You just don't want to owe. There could be some cases where you get some money back, and that in that case, you probably spent a whole lot of money. And, um, you know, you probably ain't got much cash yourself. But anyhow, this year, I from repairs to, um, like, estimates and inspections. And I spent a lot of money on equipment for my rental property just to prepare it to have my tenants to move in. And then things that have happened over time. But, y'all, seeing those numbers in my face made me um, made me want to pull my hair out from the roof. But anyway, oh, well, the reason why this is important is because I so I've been going to my tax lady for several years now she happens to actually be a friend of mine we've had her on the show before but I want to shout her out again because she has made things a lot um, easier for me over the years and I do think at some point I'm gonna have to transition over to a CPA because I need like year-round support with my business just to have proper planning so I'm not caught up doing what I'm doing now with all these all these and thank god I'm good with excel and I'm organized and things like that because I really can't imagine not having those skills this time of year. It's a lot. But anyway, without further ado, I want to acknowledge Brittany Wilder from WFA Taxes and Financial Advisory. Her Instagram is WFA underscore LLC. Uh, she is trustworthy. She's very cool, very much from the West Side, very educated. Come and on. She, <laughs> this, has, this is something she's... she. I mean, I probably met Brittany in... I want to say around 2011, 12-ish. We were both in college at the time. Um, but yeah, so she has been very helpful. I mean, I, she sends me every year. She'll send me my list of things to look out for. So this year, because I'm a first-time landlord, she sent me a sheet of like legal tax deductions for a property, things like insurance or security or repairs or whatever. Even the mileage that I spend to, to commute from my home to the rental property, like that is a business trip. And um. So yeah, anyway, y'all, Brittany has been very helpful with that. And um, I think it's going to be sad when I have to move on to a CPA. But I ain't going to promise sending her over to y'all. Her website is wildersfinancial.com. And as always, everything can be found in episode notes. I do meet with her virtually. Um, and that's working for me. I don't see why I need to see her in person. Do you, can I get my check or no? I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. You are the virtual queen. Yes, I, let me tell you something. 
it's awkward being the only person in the room with a mask. So let's just be behind the computer. Cause I'm, <laughs> I'm up but no, uh, but even, even before the COVID, uh, I work with Brittany virtually. Cause in reality, I just sent her what I need, but I'm also really good with explaining, like breaking down details. So I'll send her out, organize it on a folder or like an Excel sheet with like a legend or a key. And she'll know what to do from there. But y'all, I have so much stuff this year, man. I'm actually kind of nervous because I um I worked two full-time jobs at the same time last year. I don't know if I ever talked yeah. about that on the show, but I did do that. And the problem there is um when you are when you work a job, you are taxed based off how much you make in that job. But okay. when you work two jobs, you are only so basically you're only so those two jobs I had, each job was being taxed individually. However, at the end of the year, when I calculate all the money I made, that changes my tax bracket. So now I wasn't being properly taxed because each job was taxing me because they thought that that's all I was making. And so now oh, when yeah. all that money comes together, they recalculate and then I'm probably going to owe. And I'm expecting to owe. It's not, it is what it is. You know, not that it's not a problem. It is what it is, but I just have to be better with, if I ever did that again, which I probably won't, I'll just need to be more detailed on my, um, my, my, whatever the little tax sheet is when you first get hired, just so I can make sure I don't owe too much at the end. All I want is at least to break even. If I got to pay, Lord, just let it be $2. $10. (laughs) But um, thankfully this year I did have a business credit card, business checking account. So it was a lot easier to keep all my expenses organized. Also my income for my business also goes to that account. So it wasn't really hard to separate the two. Um, But yeah, so we're going to see. And for all my people that work from home, please be advised that your home does qualify as office space. Um, There are specific calculations that the federal government allows you to um, deduct, but you need to consider that things that are necessary to work your job, like your Wi-Fi, like computer equipment and things like that. Like it's impossible to work from home if you don't have those things. So those are considered work expenses and you can absolutely claim them. Just so you know. Hello, somebody. All right, let's move on to tweets from the streets. I just leave Twitter <laughs> off my phone because I, I did had it. such a terrible week that I Twitter did ignorance was bothering me. But Draco came across a thread, and I think he wants to chit chat about it. Sure do. So um, <laughs> I don't even know where to start. <clears throat> so I've been seeing um, on TikTok and Instagram that a lot of the uh, a few um, black well-known influencers. We're getting like canceled for um, saying very colorist things in the past. Okay, um, so at first I saw I saw one person right, mm-hmm. and um, it was Tariq Ali. I mean, whatever the, the internet I already seen it. Anyway, I didn't so I know most name. of them people on there. I can't so Tariq Ali had already been canceled for this before, right? Mm-hmm. But he was literally ten years old, and I and and. I think I know yeah, what you're talking about. He yeah, made a he tweet was like, about people judging and people disused him. Was he really ten though? Yeah, he's he's young. So he he had to be like 12, 11, 12. He wasn't that old. Mm. And so for me, I excuse that because because I know that when we were kids Ooh. and when we were when we were when we were younger, not me per se, oh, but me, just the so. our peers, our peers around, they definitely they definitely would call people that's dark skin like burnt biscuit, da da da. You know what I'm saying? That we didn't have Twitter when we I'm were in middle school. I'm certain I probably said that to somebody. I'm pretty sure I called somebody a tar baby. You see what I'm saying? But I wasn't colorist. Well, I just was roasting. I was a kid. I get what you're saying. I didn't. Yes. I did see those, but I had no idea that the guy was that young. This is why yeah. social, kids don't belong on social media. Because what you doing with a Twitter? That's what I'm saying. So I'm like, for me, I'm not getting on online apologizing for something that I said when I was 10 and I'm 25 or I'm 20, you know, whatever. Like, I'm not doing that. Especially if I'm in a different space. Like, that was... I was literally a kid. Did people pull up screenshots? Um, They pulled up screenshots because this is... He's gotten canceled many a times because of this. Got it. And so, randomly... Randomly, his friend... um, This is how I came across this thread. One of his friends got called out as well. And so <clears throat> I'm like, what is going on? So then I get on Twitter and there is a page called Pro Honest, the truth speaker. And the, the, the bio says, 
before you get banned, get educated. And basically what it, what they're doing is they're pulling up um, interviews. Are you typing something? Yeah, I'm putting tripping? notes from the... Um, yeah, what it look like? Oh, I hear it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's because wow. of AirPods. I ain't... No, that's crazy that you can hear it because I have on headphones and I can't even hear my... Wow. Okay, go ahead. I'm, I'm not. I'm good. I'm like, what's that? I, I was just trying to make sure that it wasn't my That's headphones. That's crazy clicking. that you could hear it, though. I'm trying to even understand how it's picking it up, cause my keyboard. Okay. Anyhow, I'm not. It's just, it's just sensitive. That's so crazy. So, um, Technology's cool. <laughs> so, um, so I'm like, I went on the page and basically they're, they're finding like interviews and old. Um, old tweets and all type of stuff from people who are popular that are black and gay and they're pulling them up and just calling them out on their old stuff. Now, a lot of them, a lot of them, it wasn't that long ago. They yeah. said the stuff when they was an adult. Now, I, that still doesn't excuse people or ex- ex- exclude people from learning and changing. You know what I'm saying? Because for me, I literally have... I, I literally find out or just come across information and I learn something and it's, it'll switch my mindset almost immediately. I'm like, you yeah. know what? That's not cool. I can change that about myself. So I always give people a little leeway, as my mom used to say, a little leeway on that. But I will say that it's not surprising to me to see all these tweets um, coming from the black gay community just because of how pretentious it is. And I can speak on that from experience. Um, I've always felt, <clears throat> I've always felt kind of ostracized, not, not now just because I've grown into it, but I remember first just coming out and going to gay clubs and all that sort of stuff. And, and, and I always was different because I looked different as far as like the way that I dressed. I, I was, I never, I always been the type of person, even when I was a kid that I just never wanted to dress or look like everybody else. Like mm-hmm. I can legit remember in sixth grade I went to Greenbrier Mall caught the bus by myself um that's actually dangerous but yeah, I caught the too. bus looking by looking back I wouldn't even do it at <clears> a <throat> big age today I can't believe yeah. it yeah <laughs> I caught the I caught the bus to Greenbrier and I saw some um some bucket hats and I like the bucket hats but at the mm-hmm. same time I'm like I need to do something different because that was like during the bucket hat era Mm-hmm. I cut the hole in the top. I ain't even had no hair. Why would I do that? <clears throat> but I, it was just because I didn't want to look like everybody else. So I cut a hole in the top of it and just wore it. People do that when they got locks now. That's yeah, I ain't have no hair. <laughs> so I don't know why I did that. But I just said that. I use that example to say that I've always been like that. Mm-hmm. And so being in this space, um, I've I've experienced so much when it comes to just appearance you have to look a certain way especially if you want boys to like you if you want to be included in the crowd you have to wear certain clothes you have to be a certain size like the black community had like and this is why i always say i'm kind of more comfortable around straight people than gay people black gang gang and because the straight community is becoming it has become like way more accepting of like different body types and different types of people like all that in the gay community we still have fat shaming especially in the black gay community fat shaming is still a thing you ain't light skin if if you if you dark skin you gotta have a nice body you gotta have nice teeth like you the pressure the pressure is getting worse i do think i from an outsider looking at i do think that the the male gay community at least is definitely into like the perfect look like they have yeah like you kind of got to be cut or muscular or you got to be like slim it's like a thing it's i guess you have to wear certain things and then like it's even worse when you get to like the corporate gays because they looking down on anybody because you know typically black gay men or gay men in general they normally work in like fashion or beauty or sometimes call centers but for the most part it's always something like dealing with entertainment Mm-hmm. Right, okay. and of course, I'm gonna take offense to that because that's what that's 
what I do. I'm a makeup mm-hmm. artist full time. So a lot of times people that work for these big companies and work for, you know, corporate jobs and all this other stuff, they, they look down on people like that because they're like, oh, that they're just so, they're hood rats and they wear this type of stuff and, you know, they could never be invited to these things, like Dang, all like, these like, tattoos. Like class within a class, like we do our own people. Literally. So imagine, imagine that twice because you, you're doing it in, for black people and gay people. This is weird. So um, I kind of took, I, w- I was very entertained by this thread, I will say, just because a lot of those people I really didn't know. It's people that I know personally that I saw on there. And I'm like, really? You said that before? Um because what, what was going on was people were caught, trying to call the page out, like, oh, what's your purpose of doing this? And da, 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 da. And then when they say that, they'll pull up their tweets. And I'm like, hold on. <laughs> Stop there, buddy. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh, they got you. They got Ooh, you. They got see, you. See, the thing about it, if you don't call somebody out, you got to be ready to stand on it, back it up, and have make yes. it clean, too. That's crazy. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. Do you feel like, and, and this might sound ignorant or foolish, but I genuinely want to know. People can say things that are colorist or ignorant, but does that make them colorist? Like, what? It, where is the where is um, the buck stop? Because I feel like people, I don't, I don't know. I, well, I let me just let me. I I think it's just, it's just the context because yeah, true, 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 true. For me, for me, I'm speaking for myself and my friends. I have a different type of humor, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Um, I know that a lot of the stuff that I, that I say out of my mouth sometimes, like I don't say anything detrimental. Like I don't use like slur words or whatever like that, but I know that some of the stuff I say, if I were to say that in front of a public audience or around just random people, I would probably get looked at like, bitch, what? Why would you say that? You know? Um, but I think these are just really rooted in something else. It, like this one guy I follow, he I follow him because he's a pole dancer, but it's he's like so clean with it. They put they put him up there, and he posted and said, "You ugly black niggas around here looking like Barney, purple as shit." <gasps> Not dinosaurs. Mm. That's um, be a I, dinosaur, he, to be honest. He said, um, "I hate black people, these bitches." And then he said, "Okay, no." He said, "No, it's not racist that I don't really date black guys. It's called having a preference." Y'all swear everybody is racist. That's always wild to me when you black yourself. How long ago did he say that? It don't have the date on here, but just to even know that I can't lie, I never felt that way. Me either. That's crazy. That's what you see. What I'm saying, like it's 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 it's, it's the context. Yeah, I agree. Some of this stuff, I can't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be looking side eyes. The only time I can see why somebody would think that way, and this is not okay, but if they're raised outside of their own community, if they're not around any black influence, and not saying it's influence per se, but to see your identity in the person you're attracted to is to see beauty. So, what do you feel about yourself? Like, do you think that you're the one? You're the chosen black. Like, I don't understand what that means. I have never, even when I was young, I never wanted to date outside my race. Like, it just was not a thing. But to say that it's a preference to not date yourself, what you think about your daddy and your mama? Like, Jesus. And maybe they don't like each other. Maybe that's the problem. Don't know. My parents don't like each other either, but they never stopped me. So the conversation, I feel like the conversation was brought up because of that new show that just premiered on MTV called Real Friends of WeHo. Okay, I have so basically Todrick is on there, Karamo is on there, and it's being brought up because that it's a certain type of black gay that's on that show and that a lot of people can't relate to. I mean, I feel like both of of them really I mean, I don't know I can't say Karamo, but Todrick is definitely not leaning. Like his he's really more famous outside of the black community than he is. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's white people on the show. Okay. too but um yeah um so they've been getting a lot of backlash karamo and um Todrick. of course more so Todrick because he keeps responding to it and digging himself into a deeper hole but um that's how the conversation kind of came up because everybody's just like this is not anything that we can relate to every time it's a show like this it's never like it's always the white boys that date black. I mean, the black boys that date white boys. It's never like mm-hmm. 
black couple. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's kind of like Real Housewives of New York. They feel like, you know, New York is so black or it has such a large black population, but there was no representation on the show and they brought somebody, but they, I mean, she kind of, you know, it was a little different. <laughs> Who who was on there? I don't watch the show. Ebony so K. Wanna... Williams. She um she's cool, but she can to me she came on that show with an agenda to make everybody uncomfortable about being white. They didn't really have uh... somebody that was already like she had on a Black Lives Matter hoodie, and there's nothing wrong with that. Don't get it twisted. But everything was about race instead of it, it just was not a good match. Like, they didn't even have a reunion <clears throat> for that season. And she got like, oh, wow. Yeah, she actually was doing too much. I'm not going to lie to you. I only saw a few episodes, so drag me if you wish. I do. I have yeah. followed her way before she was on that show. Um, And I listened to her podcast, um, Holding Court with Evan K. Williams and Dustin Ross. She's very smart, very beautiful, but I definitely think. Why do I know this lady? I don't know. Maybe she used to be an attorney. Well, she probably claims to, she probably still holds that title. I don't want to say that away from her. I think if you pass the bar, you're a, technically a lawyer. Um, But. She um she's really smart. One thing I like about Ebony is she um so her podcast is around pop culture and law. So anytime a celebrity or anybody like a public figure is involved with something legal, she breaks it down on how the law might work in their favor. It's actually really interesting because I think a lot of times we talk about things based on opinion and emotion and not about legal facts. And we can use the Megan and Tori case for example. You know what I'm saying? So it's always mm-hmm. she always talks about like what can happen, why something actually is justified, even though we don't like it. It's really cool, but yeah, I think she definitely came on that show with a plan to dethrone the whites. You know, hey, it worked, I guess. <laughs> um, I think I, I really, I do feel like some of that stuff on that page was OD. I will say that, I like but that I do. Thing. Yeah, I, it was it's a little, it was it was a lot. Like I'm like, okay, now you're just doing a lot, but. I am kind of glad that somebody brought this to light because it's a it's a problem, and especially in California and LA because first of all, black people are already a minority, but I do Super feel minority. like I was shocked. Yeah, black people are already at a, min- a, a minority out here, and the black people that are out here are just very superficial because they're trying to keep up with the whites. And keep up with people who they feel are better than that. Mm-hmm. So anybody that's more urban or whatever, they kind of look, they kind of side eye them, or they, you know, they just kind of like ill, like whatever. Like and, and it's so obvious. Like even this past week on Sunday, I went out with my friends and I did not have a good time. I went out on Thursday, had an amazing time, and so the promoter for that event throws another party, literally at a bar that's like five buildings down from that in West Hollywood on Sunday. So I went with my friends or whatever, and I just didn't really enjoy it at all. It's two people that I know from social media that every time I see them out and in my head, I'm like, is this just a Southern thing? Like when you see people that you, if y'all follow each other, y'all speak on social media, I comment on their stuff, support them. And then when you see them in public, of course, I'm going to speak to you like, oh my God, hey, how are you? This is literally the response I get. They just stare back at me like. Why do people? I hear about that a lot. Why do people do that? They think they have fans, and if you have fans, you still gotta treat them like humans. And I'm just like, what is that? And that has happened to me on four different occasions with four different people. About that, yeah, I don't. I genuinely don't understand. Like, don't say you don't recognize me because people definitely know who they follow. Like, let's not play. I just don't get it. Like, I don't understand, like, what that is. So, I, just, I don't know. And and I noticed that if I see some, like, one of my friends is, like, I hang out with some really attractive people. I mean, whatever. I know. Right. But I, it'll be, like, one of my friends, and they'll be, like, six foot four and, and got a little buffness to them mm-hmm. they'll flock over there because of how they look and they'll offer them opportunities and stuff because of how they look so that's why out here uh, if you you see a lot of people getting these surgeries and getting you know everybody's in shape everybody is doing this and i moved here moved here for that reason to get in shape and you know to make sure i'm looking good or whatever but I'm not doing this to try to fit in no circle. Yeah. Or fit in or be around that's people. So like I could care less. And that's why people be having drama in their friend circles because they be connecting over the the wrong things like Erica Banks. Yeah. Like everybody to have a BBL to be in her sex. You see what I'm saying? Is it it gives that out here. Yeah. And then it, it also gives like um 
I don't know. Like I, for me, I feel like a lot of times people flock. To, like when I go out, you would think that I had that I'm a fucking piece of meat, and it's because, um, first of all, I'm new. I don't go out that much. Like That's I go, me. I go. Yeah, I'm still kind of new here, and I don't go to West Hollywood that much. West Hollywood is like the gay area. I don't go out there that much. Um, but. When I do go out there, everybody is just like pulling and grabbing at me, and it's and it makes me feel uncomfortable because, in a way, I'm like, okay, they think I'm attractive, whatever, but they think I'm attractive for the wrong reason. Like these people, these non-black people are just after me just because they think that it's giving. They see a big black dude. I have tattoos all over my body and my face. I dress nice. I have locks. They like, oh, I want to sleep with him, or I want him. You know what I'm saying? I, it it will look it good to like them. A it's very like a fetish. Driven city. I can't lie. I feel like it's always been that way. Though. All the industry Baywatch, is like that in general. All that stuff. Yeah, it's just like, and maybe not Baywatch. Was Baywatch in the Bay? Who knows? Um, but uh, <laughs> it was but shot that's out here. Sad though. You know what? I trying to find decent humans is really hard. It only gets hard. It really by is. Day. And I'm not getting discouraged because I know they out there, and I do. I have found like. A group of people out here who I'm comfortable with, who I like hanging out with, who, you know, share um, similar things that I do. It's so many people that I, I feel like I would click well with and we were supposed to hang out, but we all just be living our life and doing different stuff. Well, that's but. the best kind because I don't like feeling like I got to be. I know you different in your career, but I don't like needy friends. And by needy, I just mean like got to be doing this, Me either. Oh, my gosh. Go I hate that. Quarter. Not even every quarter. I got some friends. We text. We got a little group chat. We check in. We'll update. We'll send news articles. And then we might get we might treat each other for each other's birthday. That'd be it. And that's not it's. It, I prefer that because I got a lot of other friends that I have to pay attention to. I got relatives, loved ones, and all that. And I just hate feeling like I gotta be doing stuff just to make sure I can have friends. It's just too much. Um, I feel I'm that, I'm that type of way too, and I feel like I have to make a disclaimer now, um, because I keep having this situation where my friends are feeling offended or not even my friends, just like certain people are feeling offended because I'm not available as much. I don't want to talk as much. I'm not like I I text people, but I I be on social media more than I be texting people. So sometimes it's easier. You don't got to really you can just be looking on social media. You can actually be like there's You know, how people be like, how you how you on social media? But you ain't text me back. There's a difference for sure. Like you can wake up, be half sleep and be scrolling social media. Not that you should be, but it doesn't require any for real effort and nobody sees you. It don't. And that's also how I check on people sometimes. So like I, I'm like, oh, she doing good. Oh, he over there. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. If but I mean <laughs> every now and again I will, but <laughs> but that but it's not me to just be wanting to hang out every day, sit at your house every day. I'm not that friend. And I ha and I I I hate saying that out loud because in a in a way it comes off as like, oh, you're such a bitch. But at the same time, I'm like that's just not what makes me comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like, for one, I don't really know y'all like that. Y'all are still new to me. So I'm not going to want to be under you all the time. Like, I, I did that with my friends back home, but we knew each other for years. So, of course, yeah, I feel comfortable like with that. Yeah, like something built off of that. So you know how to move. It makes me wonder when people feel like they got to be everywhere all the time with everybody. Are they really happy with that? Or are they, or are they also doing what they think that they're supposed to be doing? Mm-mm. Interesting. I don't know. I don't like it. I love being low key. Now, God forbid I ever lost all my friends. I'm just gonna have to be. It's just gonna be me and Hazel and whatever other dog, cat, and rabbit I bought after that. <laughs> Child, you paid the dog this weekend. I know, y'all. I did not. So update on the dog, y'all. I did not decide to get the um rescue the golden doodle. He's just too big. He seems like a sweet dog, and I'm sure he would be great with Hazel, but. Hazel is 38 pounds, and this dog was not only 62 pounds, but he's not even done growing yet because he's not even one. And dogs really get to their full size by the 18th month. So, anyways, all right. So, you know, this topic of like old tweets and people saying foolish stuff just made me think like, do you ever think about um, this is the exact thought I had? If I knew exactly who was listening to this podcast, would I change the way I talk or the things I say? You know what I'm saying? Do you think? Yeah. Because every time someone tells me to listen to the show, I don't know why I'd be shocked because obviously it's public. But I'd be like, what if somebody that I have a certain innocent, like a relative or somebody, because I got relatives, a lot of my relatives listen to the show, whatever. But certain relatives, if they bring it up, 
I feel like awkward. I feel like, oh, did they hear what I said, dick? Or did they hear what I said? You know, something like that. I don't know. I feel a little conscious about it. I think that I, I think that's just how we were raised. Like in the South, we always were we were raised to respect our elders and just kind of keep it, uh, you know, clean when you're around certain people, whether it's adults in your family or adults in the street. But I think for me, I felt like that up until recently because at the end of the, like with my sister, my sister is the next thing um, closest to me after my mom. You know, mm-hmm. she low key kind of raised me too. So. I didn't, I didn't feel comfortable cursing around her for a long time because I still felt like that's my big sister. Like, I felt like... Because Samika ain't filtering herself. <laughs> yeah, but I always respected that because she been yeah. cursing since I known her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, since I... Since, I know exactly what you're saying. So, it never, it never just, like, made me feel away. But after, but after a while... I think I had like cursed in front of her or said something. I was just on the phone and she kind of like looked. And I'm like, what are you looking at? Like? She's Shocked. like, I just never heard you curse before. Because you never broke that barrier with her. Because heard... I'm pretty sure she knew. No. I remember the first time I had a sex conversation with my dad. And um, I I was just like, all right, well, here we are. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <know>. like <laughs> now that my niece has kids, has a child and everybody's That's getting older, funny. I think that she, that kind of like soften the blow with everything. So now I just don't care. Like, obviously, y'all know that I'm gay. I do what I want. This is a free country. Um, Free-ish. I, don't, I mean, what do you want to do? Free, yeah, let's say very free. Girl, literally going to be 34 years old this year. But I think in yeah. my, in some people's eyes, like, even even um little cousins I have, like, I can't... I have little cousins with babies who were... Who are my little brother's age? And even though they're near their thirties, it's like, what do you mean you have sex? But and I don't care. They can people. I want my everybody to feel comfortable around me. But I do think about it sometimes. Like, dang, this person. You know, what do I sound like to to the on the other side? I don't care because my personality is the same regardless. But I do think I'm a lot more comfortable on a podcast. Number one, because I'm talking to you. Number two, there's not nobody literally watching me, so I'm just saying, you know, whatever I want, all willy nilly. But even on social media, I, I always feel like I'm like. I don't ever post anything crazy, but if I ever wanted to, I'm like, oh, I don't want to. Because, you know, I think the, um, what's our, our parents' generation? What's that? Generation X? They don't really have, uh, they respond to everything on social media, if that makes sense. Like, they don't ever just tap and go. They got to, like, engage. And that sounds so crazy out loud. But, like, for example, you can post the status. Man, work drained. Today drained me. Knowing you quote <laughs> God said, don't let work come. Oh, I was literally about to say that. It's like, dang. And and I'm not going to reply every time like, hey, this is from. It's just like, just, just, you know what I'm saying? Keep me in mind. But you ain't got to. I that bar that annoys me. I can't lie, and I, I can't even blame them because they don't think with the same kind of like maybe com- comedy or the same consciousness that I have. I don't really know, but I that sometimes plays a part on what my captions even say. That's so stupid though. But I just don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal with it, so I try to be safe. Um, it's been plenty of times where like. I'll post song lyrics or just something, and it could have nothing to really do with my mood. I just like that line. It was clever. It was witty. Yeah. I like that. I'll post it on Facebook as a status or something or as a caption on a photo, and my auntie or my quote-unquote auntie, too, um, one of my mom's close friends, she done took the place of my other aunt, my aunt who used to comment on everything past during uh, the quarantine so now she be on my page giving it. She's like, God gonna see you through, baby. Don't don't worry about it. Now she probably you, worried you about pray. you. And it's like, oh Yes, man. and I'm like, hey, it was a song lyric. I'm fine. Like It has happened to me three times from three different relatives where I have either said something out loud or I, I'm gonna use this as an example. Oh my god, this person probably would never hear this episode, but one time it was a holiday and we were all praying as a family. They wanted me to pray. And I was like, I don't know how to pray. Oh, my God. Next day. Hey. Here you go. I know you said you didn't know how to pray. So sometimes you just talk to God. And this is great advice if I genuinely didn't know how to pray. But I was just saying that to be funny because I didn't want the attention to be on me. I didn't want to pray. I didn't. 
I end up praying, but it was just it was like she and she didn't mean no harm, but I'm just like oh my no, I can't say that one because it was like, Did you tell her that though? Did you tell her like I you did. Was just you know who I'm, ta- I'm talking about this person. You know, she got you can talk yeah. her any kind yeah, of way, yeah, yeah. but not not in a disrespectful way. Not hold up, not I know. <laughs> okay, I know. okay, okay. I know. I know. So I, know. I did tell her, and she cool. It's no way, but it's that's the mood that it give on on social media. And granted, like I said, I don't post a lot. I don't post any weird stuff, but I still think about it because it's gonna take too many years to get people to think how I'm th- get those people to think how I'm thinking when I say or do what I do. It's just funny. Yeah. Like oh, I could wow. say room full of haters, but I still saw you, baby. Don't let them haters get to you. Let them make them your motivators. <laughs> you know what though? That actually was one of my goals this year. I didn't really do no um no New Year's resolutions, but I, I wanted to just stop taking myself so serious. I feel like I kind of um overthink things and overcalculate things about what I say and what I do just to make other people feel comfortable. But honestly, you either here or you not. Right, 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 right. I agree with you. You know, and that's family included because it's just like I can't walk around here and not be myself or not feel comfortable expressing myself the way that I want to because of how I feel you're going to look at me. I hate that. Just like I feel like. uncomfortable. You're not even being yourself at all. And then this is going to be a terrible example. I'm sorry, y'all. But, you know, watch Real Housewives of Potomac. (laughs) This is terrible. But Karen used to carry herself a certain way until her mother passed away. She used to carry herself a certain way on the show. But when her mother passed away, she loosened up. And she even said that she feels like she was playing a part because her mother was watching. And it's like, Karen is now, what, 59 years old? She's she's 5'9", that's what she said. It's like, dang, we just are, like, you were pretty much living to please her. And that's okay. I understand it's a sign of respect. But also, like, I just think it's, I mean, I guess it is the the, the discipline we brought up with. Because you post, you know, it's a lot of kids who cuss around their parents. I would never do that. Granted, I don't even cuss to begin with. But they have a level of comfort, though, even though it's a little disrespectful to me, that they can just be themselves freely. But on yeah. my, from my perspective, I would not talk like that. I would correct myself or I would code switch or whatever the case is, or I'd be a little bit more tame as a sign of respect. But then I still feel like I'm like restricting myself. I'm like not even being who I am. So when that yeah, person finally just... sees me for who I am, now they're shocked. But it's only because I respected them enough to hide that from them. So it's like, you just kind of, yeah. you either go, it's like, what side of history are you going to be on, I guess? Yeah. Um, I also I also feel like that has a lot to do with like, religion because mm-hmm. i think that naturally we just adopt the religion that our parents gave us or that we learned from our parents or what we grew up doing which is nothing wrong with that but mm-hmm. i do feel like some of the things that our parents um and grandparents they used to you know that they were brought up to think that was wrong or whatever we're kind of moving into a different space where that's not, you know, we're not living by those rules no more. We're not living in 1975. It's 2023. So a lot of that stuff obviously was recent. just... More like 65. RIP my Yeah, name. but I'm just saying, even, even like, I just, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of that stuff is just, they carry on from their grandparents and parents, which is fine. I get it and I understand it. But I do always encourage people to kind of just do research on your own and look up stuff. And I say this because, like, even with even yesterday, um, Doja Cat was in Paris. And mm-hmm. she walked for, um, what show? I can't, Chaparelli. I can't really pronounce the name. Come she, on, she, Chaparelli. She so, <laughs> so this designer is very gaudy. Very gaudy. Everything that they make and ha- and I've seen over you the last couple the of years, um, everything that I've seen for the last couple of years has been very gaudy with them. So this time was no different. And so Doja Cat wore. Um, she decided to get her body painted and covered in so Swarovski bad. crystals to match her outfit. Right, this boy. This is satanic. I don't understand why y'all even. Po- I'm like, I literally crazy? wrote him and said, how, "That please tell me how it was satanic for her to paint her body red." Because you're not showing the, the skin that God used to make Adam and Eve. The dirt. 
I just don't. I don't know. I used know. to think we were I, made out of dirt. Is that true? I never thought that. The only thing that I thought was dirt was God made dirt. Dirt won't hurt, but I ain't know that. I, ain't... I thought that He built Adam and Eve with dirt. Oh, brother, we got a lot to learn. But um, but go ahead. So, what did He say back to you? He never responded because I think He knew that it was stupid. <laughs> yeah. Now that type of stuff. Uh, lately, man, I've been so I hate it. People who just I hate are it for a problem. Like it, man. Listen, I'm a. Somebody sound. even said one of my friends even was saying like. The Beyonce performance was evil oh, or the satanic. God. First of all, all that water and fire. I'm like, why do when y'all see water and fire, it make you think of evil? Dang, but y'all smoking cigarettes and putting them out by the pool. It's getting sucking dick. That's that's a sin. Look, and you know, people were trying to say that Beyonce, uh, they were mad at her for performing at a country that was anti-LGBTQ. Let's talk about the states in this country that are anti-LGBT. Should she not perform that either? Come on. They said she's about over $24 million. Not that it's just about the dollar. They corrected it. It's 34. 34 million. It's it's the issue with selective outrage for real. Like, Mm -hmm. come on. All y'all, half of y'all done been to Dubai. And knowing that they yeah. that they homophobic, you know what I'm saying. And I'm not. Obviously, yeah. I'm not. I'm not um, homosexual or homosexual. I'm heterosexual, so I don't have a dog in this fight. But I do think that y'all are doing the absolute most, getting mad because she performed in Dubai. Please be for real. Please be effing for real. What you gonna do? If she performed um, at the Royal Palace. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the selective outrage either. Just like I think that um, Boosie is the one who started this thing about. Um, Transgender, transgender people not liking this Aretha Franklin song. <laughs> you think Boosie started because that? Somebody had to. That's a somebody did that because there's, there's like no an organization way that's that made that claim. It was an actual like a or a, a trans like a trans ally. It's a company. It's like I don't think Boosie. Boosie, Boosie is a part of that. Oh my God! No, I didn't. Go lie I blame. To you. I was that offended. is insane. I was offended by. It. I'm not gonna lie. So y'all, if you don't already know, allegedly there's a, a a trans representation group that wants Aretha Franklin's natural woman song removed from streaming platforms because it offends trans women. It has contributed to transphobic rhetoric, which I'm not gonna lie to y'all. A lot of stuff I respect because I under I you know I I I, I, I comply with because I have respect for people. But this is one of those things I'm offended. I'm offended. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I know this might not be the popular thing to say. I'm not even sorry, honestly. You shouldn't be. You this make is how me you feel, feel like a natural woman. It's Baby. like, dang, what do I have? <laughs> like Jesus. Baby, here's the thing with that. <clears throat> What's wrong with that? Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't. And then it's an old song. Like, how are you digging back to a song that was made? Probably before you were even born. And to say and that that song offended. has caused tra- like transphobic harm, like, and and this is to me, oh my god, to me this is what happens when you give people a little leeway. And I'm not speaking for the trans community. I'm just saying in general because even our own black people, they find every little thing to be offended by and to call racist when sometimes it's not. But I think that once you honor one thing, you got other people who want to make themselves fit in. Like they want to be like, oh, but I don't like this either. It's like, for example, um, you know this 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 gay couple that's been charged for like sexually exploiting their kids, pimping them out, and now people are going to try yeah. to use that to stop them from stop gays from having adopting kids because that really contributed to the to the stereotype on why people didn't want gay people to adopt kids so now they're going to try to find ways to you know i just feel like people just need to shut up i mean not you see how i'm over here trying to reword what i'm saying because y'all because y'all no i feel it i feel i feel that though i feel that I feel it's that. Crazy. Like, I, like, oh my gosh. Like, I do believe that there is a lot of transphobia. There's a lot of homophobia. There's a lot of racism. But it does not exist in everything. I mean, in a lot of things, but not everything. And I just feel like Aretha Franklin definitely was not being transphobic when she wrote that song. I don't even know if trans and she ain't even here to defend herself. Exactly. And to say remove it from streaming platforms, that's crazy. So that's like, what's next? Like, seriously. Who run the world, girls? Well, I guess that Beyonce was safe on that one. Never mind. What about I'm Eric? So what is she? 
Like, I'm just saying, I just feel like, where do you draw the line for real? And why can't I feel comfortable speaking up about it? I don't that? like that. I just, yeah, it, is, it doesn't make me feel comfortable because if, if, if that bothers you, then that's just something wrong with you. No shade. Because, I mean, it's that... Sometimes the song was talking about like, love. Yeah. That song was literally talking about love. It made me like, feel like I have you... lady parts. And I do. They tingle. Just kidding. All right. Sorry. Sorry, aunties and uncles. <laughs> but it's just, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't know. That kind of made me mad. Yeah, it made so, me mad too. I, like, you know, I can't even say nothing about it. I don't want to get canceled. But I, I do feel like some people be busting blood veins they, from reaching... Well, pulling a muscle reaching because it's like they find they go on these like think pieces about everything, man. And that's why I had to get off of Twitter. I had to just, I just in Instagram next, Facebook right out. Well, Facebook really don't even get nothing from me to be honest with you. But I just, it's just too much. And I don't want, I don't want to get to a point where I consume so much of this mess that it's impacting how I think. Like now, I'm every time I hear that song, I'm going to think about transphobia, and it should not be yeah. like that. Like Jesus. I remember one time I had to do this. I, I was um, doing that little Mean Girls remake movie thing that I was in. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, there was a DJ there because they invited extras and stuff because it, it was supposed to be a house party scene. The DJ had played Shaq West, and everybody was going crazy. Two girls, they were friends, was walking through that. Y'all need to cut this off. He's an abuser. Why would you play that? Black girls. Well, I get it. Are you really going to kill the mood and make the DJ stop playing the song? Everybody was just like. Did they stop? No. No, I remember one time, though, I can't even lie, at my nephew's uh, middle school graduation, they played uh, R. Kelly. Uh, okay. It's I'm now the, I'm the greatest. You know that song. I'm the dun, 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 okay. dun, dun. And I that song is very inspiring. But I think at that time, it, the timing was terrible. But I'm not going to be like, stop singing it. Uh, most yeah, people, was, unfortunately, mm. a lot of the popular people are violent. So, and not to give them a pass. All these people, like, not not everybody, but and, and yeah, like you said, not to give them pass. But it's a it's. It's a lot of stuff that y'all don't know. Like these people are not who y'all think they are just yeah. because it hasn't been exposed. They just have a clean image online for now. But I, I definitely feel like if you don't like it, just to me, in a lot of cases, you just got to take a mental note. Yeah. Like if you don't want to, like I just like, are you what? And then also, we got to stop doing stuff like this off of allegations because everything is not yeah. fair just because somebody says it and I mean and this even goes for the Megan and Tory thing now obviously that's a little bit different but I feel like people made people choose a side right away and yeah. we ain't know nothing and I wish I had another case to use an example but that's one the one that's been grinding my gears for the longest but I feel like if people pick a side based off what's available to them that's between them and God Child, I'll, I'll pick another case the OJ and um, OJ case Okay, yeah, so, uh, and we know God darn well OJ, you know, allegedly did it. Let me protect myself. But even then, okay. OJ is walking, a free man walking out, walking the streets. And are y'all, y'all watch his interviews, y'all entertain him, y'all even include him in the conversations about another family that you also hate. So it's just like, what is, what are you, is death not as important? A lady died, two yeah. people died, actually. Yeah. They don't, you know what I'm saying? It's weird. I just, it's just selective. Like, I I just, I don't know. It's like even when people try to compare, Um, you know, Lori Harvey, obviously she pop out with a different dude here and there. People was trying to say, what's the difference between Lori Harvey and Asian Doll? A, a lot. Asian Doll is do too much. Number one. Uh, Let's wait, Because who, they always got who, a new man. But Asian Doll is so loud with everything is tacky and very unbecoming. So people like complain yeah, about it because she's annoying. <clears throat> It's a it's a way that you it's a way that you present yourself with a lot of different things that 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 you know what I'm saying y'all may you may can say they do the same thing as far as that but Lori is the overall sloppy perception. With it. Lori don't even talk. Y'all said don't she was dating nothing. that man. <laughs> she ain't even saying that. I mean, she, she eventually she posted lady. something, but yeah. But even it, then, before, it's like uh, I don't know, man. I just. I just want to de I just want to declutter my brain with all this mess. I want to get to a point where I'm not that in tune with pop culture. I just want to live my regular life, me, my dog, and my acres. Oh, same. You know what? That's actually a goal of mine too. Like I promise you, I really adore, I really adore, adore, adore Khalees's life. 
Okay, I feel car, like editing her body in pictures. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's next? I'm like, girl, you're not even. But I love how she just be like, she she does, you know, post on social media, and she's in. She's not like you can tell that she's not fully invested. She has a life, yeah, and she just taps in because she, you know, she wants to inform people about what she's doing, and um, she's obviously proud of her farm and just how far it has come and how she's able to feed her family. With food and meat that she actually she got some eggs. for sure, <laughs> for sure. Like, um, I I definitely uh, want to buy a lot of some some of her cooking stuff too. But, um, I just love her life. I love how she's just off the grid and just kind of just not invested on what's going on for real in pop culture. That's why she was able to stand up for herself in this Beyonce thing because realistically, she probably don't even know the extent of what people be doing. To defend Beyonce. I give her a but, partial pass because I don't like how she went about it, but I get it. Definitely. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think, now I'm not saying that she was right, but it's commendable to step stand up for yourself, mm-hmm. especially against somebody like that. You're right. Now, you are you know right about saying? that because I don't feel like Khalees lost any fans doing that. Like, <laughs> no, like, I, I do think that it's, com- I, I, I just feel like. She's she is a person that's just like I don't I don't care like yeah, I feel you. Th- yeah, this you is just my feelings how I feel. Your success isn't yeah. based on public opinion and contribution. You really make and that's why I never want to be famous because they can they'll love you today, hate you tomorrow, man. Because they already trying to come for Glorilla. Like dang, man. That's why I, I, I seen the sweet the other day saying she right. fell off. I seen the sweet the other day saying she fell off. I'm like, how? And people need to stop using that word fell off so loosely. Like, sometimes people have an intent to do only one thing. And fell off, just because they're not getting pet posted on a shade room, is not a measure of success. Because I think people yeah. see it. They think because they don't see you in the blogs and you're not relevant. But you don't even follow them. So how do you even know what they got going on? But yeah, now I ain't gonna lie. I always felt like her rapping wasn't the best. But I like her personality. She's really funny. And I like her um, energy. But, you know, good luck to that queen. Um, but <laughs> I'm not even trying to be funny, but I just, I just, I feel like people, they give everybody this super hype and they fall down faster than usual. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, so, um, uh, one more thing I actually, I'm going to save it for next week because we're getting a little bit up there, but next week I want to talk about, um, this clip I saw going viral on social media about basically this girl was saying like, just because a man is a good man does not mean that. He is the man for you. And I agree, but we don't have to get into it right now. But um, mm. just keep that in mind. And don't y'all listeners let us forget. Okay, okay. Now, what you got coming up? I play. Uh, what do I have coming up? Um, just life, honestly. I'm just trying to figure everything out. I have Me too too. much going on. Um, so I don't really have any plans, actually. I'm just taking everything day by day at the moment. Okay, well, I'm getting my hair done this weekend. I'm taking some new headshots, some new professional headshots, because I'm about to be 34, and I need um to get rid of that picture I took with my iPhone back in 2018. <laughs> Why? No, well, no, well, first of all, let me get some context. I took my, I always take my own professional headshots with my phone in a ring light, but I'm going to have an actual photographer take some for me so that I can use them on my um professional platforms. Like my LinkedIn, my okay. apps and stuff like that, and just look cute, you know. Um, and I don't know if I'm doing things for my birthday this year. I feel like I got way too much going on, and to even try to coordinate that to me seems pretty selfish. I also don't know if I'm moving anymore because these layoffs are getting pretty rapid. And the last thing I want to do. Whoa! Is- let me tell you something. Them layoffs is causing causing a lot of mess in all yeah, areas. It's going to continue to trickle down. It's not going to stop anytime soon. And I just thank God that I live in a place where I was when I first moved here. I was making significantly less, and so that if I, you know, God forbid anything happens to my stability, but I know that I can afford it, even if I got to go out there and do Uber Eats. Like I'm not too good at all. Don't did it before. I'll do it again. But I just don't want to increase my monthly responsibilities and debt, and then be in a position where I lose it because I was, you know not thinking smart but it's actually kind of scary my company we're not doing bad but we're not doing as good as they expected but the problem this is the problem for a lot of people that might not understand a lot of these companies saw extreme success when the pandemic hit a lot of people were spending money using these services more than they ever had before and these companies planned their future based off of that revenue so they did all this crazy hiring giving people whatever they asked for salary wise and then the, everything starts to go back to normal and now they're losing those consumers or they're losing money. And they're not even losing money to the point where the company's going bankrupt. It's just that they're not making the money they made last year, which is never happening again unless there's another kind of pandemic of some sort. 
And honestly, I don't believe even the behaviors we had in the pandemic can happen again because I don't even think people can even be convinced to stay at home anymore. We passed that moment, you know. But the money that companies are making now, to me, is likely comparable to like 2019. But because they spent mm-hmm. so much money off of what they got in 2020 and 2021, now they got to dial it back. And so the result of dialing back is losing people that work for you. And nobody's job is recession proof. Nobody's job is 100% secure. I used to feel like my job in data was like secure and I'm not, you know, I'm probably in a good place. But in reality, all they need is one or two people to do the bare minimum for that kind of work. And I'm, I am not an asset for them, honey. They can, they just hired me. They can cut me just like they found me. But, I'm um, serious. But yeah, so I'm, well, I'm actually think. really nervous about that. So I'm even, even the, ma- even the makeup artists is out here getting laid out. Really? What well, I don't get it. You got laid off? Mm-hmm. Okay, you're gonna have to give me some context. You look <laughs> That's not funny. But yeah, man, I'm actually kind of nervous. Why, uh... I, can't, I can't place, but I, I got a decent enough savings to keep me afloat. And I just <laughs> hope to Lord that if I got laid off, they give me a nice severance. Sometimes people get about four to six months worth of pay. And not that that's gonna keep me afloat for a long time, but it'll allow me to kind of Figure something out, child. I don't care if I got to go work at Starbucks. I am not too good for nothing, but I am too good to be homeless and poor again. So we're going to make some shake by any of us here. I feel you. <laughs> for sure. I feel you. Know you know what I'm saying? <sighs> but yeah, so back, I mean, I'm, I've already been a minimal spinner, but I've been turning it up a little bit. So I'm, t- I'm trying to turn it back down and just eat my um, frozen veggies. And pray for the best. Yeah, um, I literally cook every day. I'm so proud of myself. Um uh, I do wash dishes every day, <laughs> uh, which is annoying. But I will you say that LA is very um both. It yeah, depends on what mood I'm in because I don't I don't like to go to sleep with dishes in the in the sink. But if I'm like too tired to lift a finger, I'm putting in dishwasher, cut it on, and leave. I put everything that's possible whatever. in a dishwasher. Anything that's like a lot of my nonstick stuff cannot go in the dishwasher, but I use that thing. I don't let it stay. I do leave grocery. I look. I leave dishes in the dishwasher overnight, but not more than two nights because it starts to smell a little funky up in there. Um, but stuff like my nonstick and like uh, cast iron stuff, I have to do by hand. But you know, you use less water by using a dishwasher. But I'm sure that's not a huge deal to you because you probably your apartment's probably pay for your water. Uh, my HOA pays. I don't pay for water. I don't pay for water or lights. Oh, amen. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Do you have a gas stove? Mm-mm. Really? My light bill really? when I when I do when I do have a um when I do have a light bill, it'd be like uh $14 for like 4 months. Like they send it every quarter. Wait. So does and your if you have pay part of the bill, or do you have like a like? I don't understand. Um. So I actually have one right here. This is old though. Um. Yeah, this is old, so I can't use this one as an example. But yeah, so. My, they switch it up often. So at one point, um, we had to start paying a company, but that lasted all of like three months. It's so unorganized over here. But usually they just kind of add it on to our rent. So sometimes it's on there, sometimes it's not. So sometimes you get the light bill, sometimes you don't. But when they do give it to us, it only be like $14, $10. And I don't have to pay that because... And I, and I think it's just because I live downtown because people out here have light bills and they be high. I like that but $40, I don't even pay that because since I have um, since I have like the state health care, they sign me up for everything and um, they give you a, a based on your household. Like since I'm here, I don't have any kids or a spouse. They pay forty dollars of my light bill every month, but That's my light bill don't even be forty dollars, so I don't pay nothing. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, I mean, my bills, my utility. I wish they paid my rent. <laughs> okay, now you push it. Gotta have a baby. 
my uh, my county, Cobb County is pretty known for low utility, so I'm thankful because, honey, when I lived in the cab for that short period, I was paid enough in five months that I could for 20 years. Oh, that show is. When I lived That's in Cobb, crazy. my light bill was cheap. Yeah, cheap. But I was, oh. what, what, what was the light company called? Georgia Power? I didn't have Georgia Power on Delt Road. What's the other oh, one? Had, uh, Marietta, uh, Marietta Power. Power. Yeah, same. I mean, not same mm-hmm. difference, but also very cheap. That's funny. I forgot I lived in Marietta. But yeah, my light bill is mm-hmm. low. My gap, man, my 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 light bill when I lived in Tucker, man, it would be like $120. And granted, my townhouse was big. What? Had, yeah, it's crazy. But now I pay like $40 a month where I live now. And I, um, my gas bills, are, I, I, I bought, a, I, yeah, I secured a fixed rate with my gas company like two years ago. So I pay a flat fee of $50 a month, which I'm glad because it got so cold this winter that I know for a fact my gas bill would have been high. But my water bill is included in the yeah, my, um My light bill was high when I lived in the older house. Oh, that could play a part. You know why? Sometimes insulation. So I have actually have a y'all y'all know I talked about my my window insulation last episode. So my bills could be a lot lower to be honest if I got new windows. But who about to spend ten racks on windows quickly? Yeah, that's insane. That's insane. (laughs) Not in this climate, babes. We're gonna keep putting that plastic over. But anyways, (laughs) all right. Well, I hope I y'all pray for me for real, y'all. I got some 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 stuff going on. Not personally, not with my within myself, but just some things that are um. Things that I was was assigned at birth. Let's say that. (laughs) All right. Anyways, all right, y'all. It's been another episode of OD Podcast. Holla at your girl. Holla at your swirl and holla at your big girly girl girl all over the world. I don't know what it was, but. Me either. See ya.